0: In my junior year of college, Professor Kelly said to me, I predict that someday you will earn your doctorate. And his statement planted a seed that had not been there before. In 1994, I enrolled in a special education course at the University of Findlay, and that course was taught by Dr. Jan Osborne, who not only pushed me to get that doctorate, but supported me every step of the way and continues to be a mentor to me to this day. In 2006, Dr. Jackie Jacobs hired me at Western Carolina University and helped me grow into a servant leader by being one herself and by intentionally nurturing the best that I had to offer. And in 2013, Dr. Rob Knopel took me under his wing when I was at my most broken and damaged. And he taught me that it's okay not to be our best and it's okay to take space to heal. These four people were mentors to me and to countless others, and today we'll dig into what it means to be a mentor and how you, dear colleague, can grow your ability to mentor others. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. I've been growing leaders and future leaders for over 30 years. Through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of other leaders, I've learned that school leadership is a journey that occurs in three phases. Urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks while intentional leaders invest their time building systems. But strategic leaders create time by growing people. In 2018, I founded Strategic Leadership Consulting to help make this journey more enjoyable for leaders like you through my daily email, monthly microjournal, online community, my upcoming book, and of course this podcast. I keep you company on this journey and provide you with actionable ideas and tools to live and lead better today and tomorrow. It's so critical for us to begin with celebrations. We work so hard and do so many good things that I think we should just be starting every meeting, every event, with some kind of celebration. So as I record this episode, I'm in the midst of celebrating my mother's 90th birthday. She's made the long trip out from the foggy shores of San Francisco to the Smoky Mountains of Western North Carolina. She has always and continues to be a support and an inspiration for how to live life well. I can also guarantee that she has read more issues of my daily email than anyone alive Happy birthday, mom. The big idea today is all about mentoring. What is a mentor? What's the difference between mentoring and coaching? What's the difference between mentoring and leading? Are all leaders mentors? And what does it take to mentor others? John Maxwell, an early thought leader in leadership said, "'Leadership is influence, nothing less, nothing more.'" I agree with the first part of this quote that leadership is indeed influence, but I think Maxwell missed something when he stated that there was nothing more. It seems to me that leadership is an intentional act designed to achieve a specific outcome. I shared a couple weeks ago a quote from the esteemed Dr. Jackie Jacobs, one of the mentors I referenced in the teaser, and she used to say, Being in the left lane of a superhighway with a string of cars behind you does not make you a leader. It may just mean you're slow and too stupid to get out of the way. And so the important point there is that leading people is an intentional act. And I'll take that another step further. When we intentionally influence someone to act towards a specific outcome, we are exercising a form of power. And without power, there is no leadership. In other words, it is the power that enables you to have the influence. Now, I know that a lot of people can be uncomfortable with this idea because power over people inherently means that we have an ethical relationship with them and an obligation to use that power wisely. But power comes in many different forms. to understand mentorship, we need to understand three forms of power. And if you've been reading the daily emails the last few weeks, if you listened to Five for Friday, I think two weeks ago, then you've heard me talk about these three different forms of power. Legitimate power is the power that comes with the position. So if you are in a titled position in a hierarchy, for instance, director, manager, Uh, assistant such-and-such, principal, all of those roles come with a certain amount of power by virtue of the role. And the form of power that comes with hierarchical leadership or hierarchical position is called legitimate power. Another form of power is expert power. Expert power comes... When we know how to do something and we're really good at doing that thing and whatever that thing is, it's important to someone else. So if you're really skilled at coaching teachers or coaching other people, and I want to be able to coach others, then you have a certain power by virtue of your expertise, because I'm looking to you and I need you to help me get to where I want to go. The third form of power is referent power. And to me, this is the most powerful form. Referent power occurs when we look up to somebody, when we respect them, when we admire the way they live their lives, we admire the way they interact with people. And in one sense, we want to be more like them, And also, we want them to think well of us. A good example of referent power from my life was Dr. Kelly, who I also referenced in the opening of this podcast. Because Dr. Kelly brought his A-game to teaching every day. He had an enthusiasm and a love of the topics that he taught us. And really believed that he was doing things for a purpose. That he was achieving something special by by being with us. And he always treated us with respect and never talked down to us like we were just dumb college kids. He always treated us as the professionals that he was teaching us to grow into. And it was that, that enthusiasm, the passion that he had, as well as in how he treated us that made him stand out and be a special professor. And so I wanted to be a person like him, not necessarily a professor, that wasn't in my mind at that time, but I wanted to have that passion. I wanted to be that kind of person that could bring knowledge, expertise, and the big heart to what I was going to do as a professional, as a future teacher. So that's an example of having that referent power. Now, understanding these forms of power, legitimate, expert, and referent, can help us better understand the differences between leadership, coaching, and mentoring. As with so much of what I do, this is going to be a vast oversimplification. But again, by simplifying it, we wind up in a place that makes it more accessible and easier to act upon. So, We've already established leaders in formal positions hold legitimate power and legitimate power creates an unequal power dynamic with the formal leader holding more power than the air quotes follower and thus sets up a mentoring possibility as followers inherently are air quotes again, looking up to their leaders. Now I'm not, I've never been fully comfortable with this idea of leader follower But we're talking in a hierarchical way that you have the leader in a top hierarchical position and then everybody under them, we can consider a, again, air quotes, follower. In business world, they use the word direct report. And I actually think that's a more accurate way of describing what I'm trying to get to when I use the word follower. Another thing about that hierarchical leadership is that when we're talking about supporting and growing people it's usually the hierarchical leader that's taking the lead in that and using that legitimate power to drive growth in the direction that they want or they see as organizationally necessary despite my calls that that's not the way we should be doing it that we really should be more responsive to others typically the hierarchical leader is the one that's driving growth and Driving what direction support occurs in. Now, when we apply expert power, especially as a facilitator of coaching and developing somebody, that that relationship between the coach and the coachee is one that's a little more fluid, and either one of those people may be taking the lead. But when we're using that expert power. The emphasis really is on a technical outcome of whatever the topic of the expertise is. So if you want to learn coaching from me, then we're focusing on the technical aspects of coaching. If you want to learn how to make a piece of furniture and you're working with a woodworker, then again, the focus is on learning the technical aspects of making that piece of furniture of working with wood. So the hierarchical leaders are relying on using legitimate power. The coaches or people that we're looking to, to learn something are using expert power. Now, referent power is really the facilitator of mentoring. I don't think you can have mentoring without having that referent power because the referent power is focused not on the technical things, but on the relationship pieces. And in mentoring, it's the mentee that will almost always take the lead, I think. And the mentor reacts to the needs as expressed by the mentee. So in contrast with the expert, the mentor, when the mentor is teaching, it's the relationship that is still the primary focus, even if we're talking about developing a technical skill. So while legitimate and expert forms of power are important in influencing people, it's really that addition of the referent power that leads us to have that increased opportunity to mentor others. Now, the content for February, the daily emails and quadrant two and the podcast has two real goals. First is to encourage you to strengthen the relationship between you and your mentor Or if you don't have a mentor, to find one and start to build that relationship because it's so critical to our long-term growth and development. And then the second thing is to really encourage you and help you to begin mentoring others. And I know there are a wide range of listeners here. Many of you are already in those leadership positions. Maybe you're in your 40s or 50s, and, and so you are already set up to be that person that people aspire to be like and and respect and want a piece of your wisdom. A lot of listeners though are still in your late 20s, maybe or 30s. You don't have that kind of street cred so it can take so long to develop, but you still can begin mentoring because there are still people that are going to look up to you, especially as you establish yourself as a person that invests in and supports meaningful relationships. So, how can you become a mentor if you're in that early phase of your career or how do you enhance your mentoring if you're in that later phase? There are a couple three a couple things that you can do. So, the first is remember that legitimate power helps open the way for mentoring, but it's not a prerequisite. So, you can mentor down, down the hierarchy, but you can also mentor laterally. And in fact, you can also mentor up the hierarchy. Second thing is to be aware of your own influence and opportunities to mentor others. Think about the people that in some way depend on you or look to you for expertise, but also for their inspiration, also for hope also for their own opportunity to grow. Wherever you have created that, you've created some influence and you've created opportunities to mentor others. So just be aware of that. And then finally, just focus on building your referent power. There are actually specific things that you can do to increase that referent power. And here are six specific things that you can do to increase that power the first is be a lighthouse be the person that walks into the room or walks into the hall or the space that is carrying with them the hope the joy for the work and just the confidence and positivity you don't have to be over the top and fake with this but if you focus each day on the possibilities that we have as leaders to influence others, to lift them up. And when you walk into the room, you make sure that everybody's okay. And if they're not okay, you take steps to help them be there. That's, that's being that lighthouse. So to increase your referent power, the first thing is be a lighthouse, be positive, be some, something that people want to be around, that they're attracted to not saying that the people we work with are moths, but be a lighthouse and attract people to your light. The second thing is to be present. I know we emphasize this over and over again. It is the simplest, but maybe the hardest thing to do. Be fully present with people. And then building on that, the third thing is to listen and learn. Don't get caught up in the idea that we always have to give feedback or we have to share our expertise or we have to share, help people solve their problems. We don't. Oftentimes it's enough to just listen, just let them talk and learn about them and then circle back to that later if you need to. So be a lighthouse, be present, listen and learn. Fourth is to support people in growing the direction that they want to grow. Remember that's, that's what mentoring, what mentors do. Hierarchical leaders tend to grow people in the direction that the leader thinks they should grow in. But mentors support people in growing in the direction that those people want to grow in. And again, that helps establish that referent power. Fifth is to be transparent and be vulnerable. Analyze your own performance, share your victories, but also share your failures with others and let them see that you are still a work in progress, that you're still on the journey and that you're human. And then finally, be invested with people over the long term. Don't build that relationship so that you can have an influence tomorrow or next week. Build that relationship so that you can have that influence in the months to come and the years to come so that you can establish yourself as part of people's lives, as part of their long-term journey, as part of the fabric and the narrative that they are going to weave for themselves. So. Six ways to increase your referent power, which is going to lead you to be able to mentor more people more effectively. Be a lighthouse. Be present. Just listen and learn. Support people in growing in the direction that they want to grow. Be transparent and vulnerable and and be invested in people in the relationships over the long term. Okay, let's wrap this up. Here are the big takeaways that I'd like you to leave this podcast with. So first, if you have a mentor, invest more time with them and express your appreciation. Also recognize that mentoring is a mutually beneficial relationship. I know with my mentors, I always felt like I was taking, and it's only later as our relationships have gotten richer and matured that I realize that I was also giving because I was listening remember and I was fully present for them and that alone is a gift so invest more time with your mentor share your appreciation be fully present for them and realize that that is a mutually beneficial relationship the second thing I'd like you to take away is the idea that you can cultivate your referent power through presence and listening and being mindful of the opportunities to build mentoring relationships with others finally if you don't have a mentor find one every great leader had mentors that helped them all along the journey i I hate to think how poor a leader i would have been without dr kelly encouraging encouraging me to maximize my education without dr osborne just helping me to become a better person and without Dr. Jacobs helping me to become that servant leader and understand it's not all about me. And then Dr. Knopel who just helped me heal and through the power of relationship taught me that leaders can be invested in people even when it's not about the job, even when it's just about the person and that relationship. So find a mentor. And if you know someone, but you're hesitant to ask them, hey, just forward them this podcast and ask them to listen and then follow up with a conversation. Hey, did you listen to that podcast? I'm really interested in mentoring. I think I need somebody and I think you might be a good match for me. And if you don't know anyone, get involved in a leadership community. So again, three big takeaways. Spend more time with your mentor. Cultivate your referent power. And if you don't have a mentor, find one. Well, colleagues, this brings us to the point in the episode where it's your turn to participate by making an intentional choice. If you decide to do nothing, then you've spent the last 30 minutes or so being entertained. But if you choose to do something, then you will have made an investment in your own leadership. So one more time, I'll repeat the call to actions from above. If you have a mentor, invest more time with them and express your appreciation. Or cultivate your referent power through presence and listening and being mindful of the opportunities to build mentoring relationships with others. Or if you don't have a mentor, find one. Two other things you can do is forward the show link to a colleague and say, I'd really like to talk with you about this. Or finally, identify one big takeaway or question from this episode and share it with me. You can share a written message, audio, or video. Just send it to me at frederick at Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. Remember that you can walk more with me by subscribing to my daily leadership email and quadrant two, my monthly micro journal, and maybe we can grow that mentoring relationship together. I look forward to seeing you again on friday when we have a really special episode of five for friday if you've been reading this week's emails or as you read this week's emails you'll recognize that they're all about mentoring and a number of them come from a number of the themes come from my mentor dr jan osborne and on friday we're celebrating the 100th episode of the assistant principal podcast and it will be an interview with dr osborne it was just a a fantastic discussion and he is a fountain of wisdom so you will not want to miss friday's episode it's going to be a bit longer than our normal friday episodes but i think it was so much fun and a great way to kick off your weekend so i'm frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the assistant principal podcast Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.